The Guthrie Theater has Hamlet playing over at the uh, World Thrust stage that goes until May 21st. It is exceptional. I saw it last Saturday, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Daniel Petzold to the show. He plays Horatio on in the play, and he's kind enough to take some time to talk about the presentation, Hamlet, and the role of Horatio as well. Thank you very much, Daniel. I appreciate the time. Oh, likewise. It's nice to uh, nice to virtually meet you, Matt. And I'm glad you like the show. <laughs> I I love the show. Now, I you know, you are I, are you based in New York most of the time? No, actually, I'm a new local here yes. in Minneapolis. So, me and my beautiful partner Sarah moved here uh, about 2 years ago uh from New York. You know, I was doing doing the sort of New York actor thing and we were just like, you know, is there a, is there another place where we could uh, lay our heads and um we gave Minneapolis a shot, and we're loving it so far. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad it worked worked out for you. This is uh, you were in Sally and Tom over at the Guthrie, and then here comes in right. and it comes in Hamlet. Now, when you you get here, you're I'm looking at your resume. You've done a lot of, of Shakespeare, Macbeth, Twelfth Night, Love Labor Lost, uh, as well. You've done a lot of them. I'm, was there a, a lot of appeal when obviously they're starting to cast for Hamlet at the Guthrie? I mean, was that a I'm down there in line? I'll talk to you later sort of thing. Oh, I mean, you know, I was just reflecting a couple of days that if you would have told me like four years ago that I'd be playing Horatio in Hamlet, 60th anniversary of the Guthrie. I mean, it's a dream job. It's it's what I went to school for. It's what I I fell in love with, and um, and it's also just a really a really uh, cool added bonus that I think we've got a really good show on our hands oh. and like a really killer Hamlet. Um, you know, it, the show kind of lives and dies by the by the man that plays the title role, and, and Michael Brower is killing it night after night, uh, no pun intended. Oh, just amazing. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I it, it, but it's everything about how the Guthrie does this. I'm, I'm a fan of the Guthrie. I've been there a lot of time. I mean, the entire concept of bringing good theater out into into the rural America, I mean, you know, lesser America, not New York or Chicago or L.A., and being able to have successful theater. It's, it's been a spectacular yeah. success here. And we put on, I think, some of the best Shakespearean performances as well as other performances you'll find anywhere in the country. And the way that they put Shakespeare on and the way, I mean, I loved, I, I guess the best way to describe the set, I thought about this a yeah. lot. It was almost like, it's like 19, late 1980s or 19, early 90s, Los Angeles. <laughs> there does seem this kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There seems to totally. be that kind you of thing. You get that sort of, uh, that sort of cold, or not, obviously not cold war, but like, sort of like brutalist, um, you know, big, imposing, uh, concrete texture um, that, you know, really lends itself to a play where, you know, everything's kind of about uh, secrets and, and, and who's watching who and um, nobody can really trust each other. And yeah, that, that set design by, uh, by Jan Chambers is a joy to play on night after night, for sure. The real trick of that is that as great as that set design is, it does what it's supposed to do. It highlights the actors. And you guys are fantastic. Horatio, let's talk about this character. It is among the major characters yeah. in the play. You're basically Hamlet's best friend. You're there pretty much the entire time. Talk Absolutely. about it. This is one of the iconic roles in all theater. Talk about approaching this role. Um, yeah, well, I, I really love Horatio, and I feel very uh, attached to him. He's um, he's a consummate listener. Uh, one thing that Joe Hodge said very early on is that he believes Horatio is the only person that Hamlet can trust, mm -hmm. um, the only person that throughout the course of the play uh, does not betray him. And um, 
And so there's a there's a real kinship and a real sort of responsibility to make sure that I'm bringing that night after night. Um, and yeah, I mean, the thing is, Horatio, he can be so many different things. We know that he is a schoolmate of Hamlet's. We know that he uh, doesn't really belong in the court uh, in the fancy, fancy way that the other characters do, uh, but that he's that he's here for his buddy. Um, and then from there on, he's really just sort of a witness. Um, he's, he's a, he's a great listener for every, you know, 10 sentences that Hamlet says, he'll respond with a half a one, you know? Um, and I think, uh, really rings true to a lot of friendships. The other fun sort of, and this is not proven, but, um, you know, Shakespeare in his day, uh, would act alongside his troupe. And a lot of people think that the best friend roles like Horatio or, say, Benvolio in Romeo and Juliet were actually played by Shakespeare himself so that he could sort of be, uh, you know, feet on the ground, making sure that the play is is going the right way um, and, and listening to his leading men. The well, and the importance of Horatio, by the way, that makes an insane amount of sense, because let's face it, Horatio is the line that keeps Hamlet tethered. I mean, it'd be it'd be easy to look at Hamlet and just say, "Oh, he's 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 going nuts," you know that, that in the play. Mm-hmm. The reality is, Horatio plays the role of making sure he's like, "No, he's still tethered to Horatio," and so as yeah. long, as long as that's there, it's you know, and and especially, and we're not going to talk about the end, but I mean, especially at the end, you you get that that relationship is so important because that's what turns Hamlet just from you know some guy going crazy to to something that's much more precise and surgical and and i think that that's one of the things that makes i mean horatio's character is so freaking important in this play yeah no i think you've said uh you've said it very well i yeah he's sort of the cipher for the for the audience um because uh, if we don't get Horatio, if we don't get the little check-ins that that we get for Hamlet, then we have way less access to what's actually going on mentally, emotionally uh, with with our hero. Um, he, he's the one that sort of lets us in because you know Hamlet lets him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Petzl joining us, Horatio from Hamlet over at the Guthrie Theater, running through the till May twenty first. Uh, the as, as this is the great part about Hamlet and all the Shakespearean plays and all, you know, performances, you have films, you have plays, you can go back through history. Is there, when, when you approached Horatio, was there anyone else's performance that you kind of looked at and said, oh, there's some things that they got right there that I think that I want to try to emulate? Or did you really try to approach oh. this individually on your own? I, so, I mean, I'm, a, I'm in love with Shakespeare, uh, in love with Hamlet as a play, I've seen as many things as I can see. Uh, I always sort of categorize them by the, by the leading man of who played Hamlet. But um, so, you know, the Benedict Cumberbatch that just came out, the, um, the Andrew Scott that just came out, I went back and watched the Olivier. I, I, I used to be in love with the Richard Burton that they filmed in black and white on Broadway. Um, There's so many good ones. Ben Kingsley does a bunch of interviews, but I also know that all that stuff is seeped into me. It's in my bones. It's in my blood. And the best way to do that is just to sort of like give it a rest and see what comes out on the other end. So uh, I gave myself a two month, two months out from rehearsal. There was a moratorium on, on taking in new Hamlet media. And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to live with the words and, uh, and see, 
see what came out. So, so there's not any one person that I was uh, basing it off of, but all those productions that I just mentioned. Um, uh, I also had the opportunity to do the part 11 years ago, which, yeah. you know, you're a very different person 11 years, 11 years out. And I had uh, an amazing experience out in Livermore, California, doing it amongst, amongst vineyards uh, with, with some really good friends. So, so yeah, I think it's all seeped in, and it's all a conglomeration by now. Oh. Well, it, it it is spectacular, and and I should take some time here and talk about. You, you mentioned uh, uh, Michael playing the uh, playing Hamlet himself, and then uh, but the the rest of the cast. I mean, really, I mean, sure, they're you know, they're, you know Rosencrantz and Gildersterner are there and gone pretty quick. But you know, you got to, <laughs> you, you, you got the, the rest of the cast. You're only as good. I mean, the, the, this this cast is spectacular from uh, from the King and the Queen uh, across Ophelia. Ophelia was phenomenal in that play as well. Yeah. Anya Whalen Smith, she's given it night after night, and she kind of, you know, uh, that's another uh, scene that I get to be witness to. Um, her, uh, you know, it, it's called a madness scene. It can be whatever you want it to be, but but just watching what what she's bringing to that character is a uh, spectacular. It does feel like a like a true ensemble where everybody knows that, you know, we can't drop the ball. We can't let the energy out of this thing. We've got to be going full steam ahead uh, every minute, night after night. And, and so far, I think we've been able to keep keep up with that. I think I think we've been meeting that challenge. It's, it's a thrill to be a part of. The staging is exceptional as well. Um, the, the the lighting that goes along uh, with the ghost, uh, the the yeah. uh, but I, the one that I just blew my mind and and just without giving away too many details, one of the major plot points in mm-hmm. Hamlet is you're seeing an, there's another play that is performed during the play, and how mm-hmm. you guys stage that where you basically are on the stage looking out into the audience like the performance is happening out there and the shadows projected against you. Just unbelievable. I've never seen anyone try to accomplish that, and it really pulled it off and you know portrayed that whole scene just brilliantly. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a Joe Hodge special, you know what I mean? I, I don't think that's done very often, and I think that's a that's a testament to his uh, his sure direction and and you know, uh, we take a couple big swings, and I think they're really paying off. Also, those projections are by uh, Francesca Talenti, who's our projectionist, mm-hmm. uh, and and it was all great. And and what's great about it too is it's all tied to the story because what we really care about right there is is not exactly the troupe of actors that come to play for Hamlet. What we care about is Hamlet. What we care about is is the king, the, his mother, the queen. Um, like what are they receiving? And so we have full access to everyone uh, because we're watching them watch it. Uh, yeah, really smart, really smart staging. Um, there's there's also a musical element here, which I've never seen ever done in a Hamlet like this, where you have oh, yeah. a musician on the stage basically the entire time. Uh, there is, yep. go back to Ophelia really quick without giving them too much away. She's doing some singing at times, which is brilliant. What a great interpretation of that. But talk about bringing that in, because I have you ever done Hamlet with, you know, kind of a, a, a musical element like that before? Uh, no, certainly not. Uh, so the the musician that's on stage, Jack Herrick, he is he's in this great little like you know he's got a a, a full uh, upright bass behind him. He's got a bass drum. He's got a series of keyboards, a series of mandolins, of guitars, and he's just full out underscoring almost the entire show, providing all this texture, all this nuance, all this uh, like just an added idea, an added character. Um, 
it it provided a heck of a whole lot, especially in moments like where someone needs to see a ghost and you're getting a musical representation of what's going on inside them that plays with Shakespeare's language. And I, I don't think it ever plays against it. I think Jack is a, a deft and nuanced musician that uh, I'm really grateful to have him up there with us. I personally think Hamlet is the greatest play ever written, and it's remarkable considering how old it is, and it still holds up today. Yeah. It stands the test of time, and, and that's really what makes it, I think, great. Um, it, you know, we one of the things I find that's hard sometimes is to try to talk to people about saying it's it's relatable. It's you need to go see this because I think that people have are scarred memories of high school having to memorize it or read <laughs> it or something like this. It is yeah. you, you can't replace. It. I mean, the best way to see these plays, especially Hamlet, is to go see it perform because that really c- conveys all the nuances. Absolutely. I mean, because. And I won't get on my nerd soapbox too here, too much here, but like Shakespeare had very little interest in being published. It was not meant to be read or 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 studied. It was meant to be experienced in a, in a big group of people live, hearing the words, uh, watching these like very exciting plots uh, play out with just incredible language. And then uh, what makes Hamlet? Hamlet is that you're getting this exciting revengers tragedy that is a what will happen next it's a ghost story it's a love story it's a family drama and meanwhile we're we're peppering in all the big questions of life you know like why are we here to be or not to be like these are the questions that that keep us up at night and Shakespeare's got something great to say about them just in the midst of you know what is essentially an action play mm-hmm. um yeah, it's it's a thrill, and like I I, I agree, it's it's definitely one of my favorite uh, English language plays ever written, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I hope we're doing better than um, <laughs> than than high school drama class, uh, but also high school drama class is important. Very important. As a matter of fact, some of the things I've referred to talking to you actually came from my high school drama class. So <laughs> you pay attention in there when they're teaching that. I will say the other last thing here I'll mention. My wife went with me to this. She had never seen it. She had never read it. She is 53 years oh, old. That's great. And she went and the audible, I mean, once again, we're not going to talk about the end, but the audible gasps sure, at sure. the end were just, it was so fun because you realize, I don't care. You, sure, you got superheroes and, you know, James Bond and all this stuff. You know, this, <laughs> this play actually delivers still. The, the punches, the surprises, the, 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 you know, really the reaction that you want to get it, it really, to see it with someone who had never seen it before was a lot of fun. Oh, that's so fun. Oh. Yeah. I mean, and we're, we're getting that experience, uh, you know, night after night where we know that some people do not know what's going to happen. Some people do not know that in that first scene, a ghost is going to show up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I won't give any spoilers past that first scene, but like, it's, it's really thrilling. And we've had a, we've had a couple high school groups and it really feels like a rock concert, you know, yeah. um, uh, when, when the, when the stuff really starts to go down. And yeah, that's, that's thrilling. I'm glad that you had that experience with your wife. Well, and you just said the high school kids, I guarantee you, I guarantee you in 20 years, there's going to be some actor who said, I went and saw Hamlet at the Guthrie. And I had, I said to myself, oh, yeah. I had to become an actor. I guarantee you're going to have at people in movies, TV, theater, TikTok, whatever. Uh, they're going to be in the, in, the in, 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 in 30, 40 years in the future. They're going to be saying, yep, I, I convinced when I went and saw this because it is that good. 
Uh, once again, it is Hamlet at the Guthrie Theater. It goes until May 21st. Go and see this. If you can get tickets, it's going to get tough to get tickets, so you want to go get tickets as soon as you can. Uh, Daniel Petzold, Horatio in Hamlet. All my best. Congratulations on this, and I really do look forward to seeing you in your next play. Uh, and Well done there, sir, and, and thanks for all, all the, uh, the, the great acting, and uh, I hope all my best success for you. Oh, I so appreciate it. Really enjoyed talking to you.